Amen. And we, we do hope and pray you had a blessed week. Hope you had a, a great, uh, happy New Year's, a New Year's Eve, and a safe New Year's Eve, and a New Year's Day. Having fun bringing in the new year with your family and friends. Uh, you're starting off your new year the best possible way you can, which is being here, being in church. And so we're so thankful and glad that you are here doing that with us, doing, doing worship with us, and, and doing church with us. So uh, we love you and thank you. And I'm really excited about, a, about the new message that we are starting today. Uh, uh, we are starting a brand new powerful message titled Un- Unshakable. Unshakable. And we, uh, Pastor Keith made us some, some fancy uh, t-shirts or hoodies. Uh, so we're sporting our, our fancy hoodies this morning as we kick off our new year. And, 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 you know, we are starting something fresh and brand new. And it always feels good starting a brand New year, because like I said earlier, you feel like anything is, is possible. So we're starting not just a new year, uh, a new message, but really a new promise. A new promise that you can have, that you can stand on, that you can fight with. And that is that our God is unshakable. He is unshakable. And we, 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 can, we can have a tendency to forget that sometimes. right? That our God is all power. He is all glory. He is all love. He is all mercy. He is all grace. right? And my God's unshakable. So then my life, if I'm going through something tough, you know, things happen to us, uh, you know what, I can stand on that. And then when, when I remember that, then guess what, my life becomes unshakable, right? My faith goes to new levels. My expectations of, of who my God is and what God wants to do in my life goes to new levels, right? It just fires us up. And so I'm excited, really, to kick this off, this new message, this new year, this fast. I want to hit on to what Jessica said. We do start our fast today, so I hope you prayed and and thought about what you're fasting from last week. If you didn't, you still have time today. Really encourage you to use some kind of food, something something to really crucify your flesh, to deny your flesh, and say, no, I'm not eating this, God, for for your glory, right? I want to press into you. And so we start that today. We're starting at 6 p.m. tonight, amen? So that's just something extra that God wants to do and cultivate in our lives. So let's look at that, that first scripture this morning. And before I get into it, you know, I just want to say that our God is un, unshakable, right? As I said, and so as we put 2020 to a close, isn't it really kind of crazy that everything that could have possibly been shaken <laughs> this year was shaken, right? Everything was shaken from from, from our families to our, to our kids, the way we do school, the way we do church. Uh, you know, if you remember back in the summer, we had all the riots. Uh, the political uh, atmosphere was, was shaken. Uh, there was, there was uh, uprest and upheaval in our, in our nation, in our communities, over uh, racism and division. Uh, and, 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 you know, a lot of people, some people blame that on God. Some people blame that on the devil. And as a pastor, I don't know, uh, you know, if it's, it's, I think it's a little bit of both. We're in spiritual warfare. You know, but we're going to read some scripture today. I, I believe God, he has the power to shake things up sometimes. You know, sometimes he shakes things up to eliminate distractions in our life. Come on, somebody. You know, I can say a lot about 2020, but I feel like all the most important things in my life that were shaken are still standing. They're still standing and they actually, actually even got stronger. Right? I feel like the most important things. What are the most important things in your life? Mine is my family, my relationships and my friends, my church. Y'all, and that stuff was shaken up this year. But my God's unshakable. Amen. And so we really used 2020 to grow. And amazing things happened. Right? And I know that's true in your life. And here's the good news this morning before I get into our, our scripture. 
You are here this morning. God has shaken up your life, but you are still standing. Come on, somebody. You're still here. You're still stronger. You're still saying, I believe in you, God. And that's amazing. That's, that's who our God is. So let's look at Hebrews as we kick this off this morning. Uh, chapter 12. Right? We're going to give you a couple verses, 26 through 29. It says, when God spoke to, uh, from Mount Sinai, uh, his voice shook the earth. But now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only the unshakable things will remain. So that only the unshakable things will remain. As I shared all the most important things in my life, I feel as, being, uh, as Pastor Ian uh, shares with you, my family and my church and my job and uh, relationships, they're, they're, they're flourishing. And I know that they're standing because I built them on the cornerstone that is Jesus Christ. When you build something on the cornerstone that is Jesus Christ and God begins to shake things up, it'll stand, it'll remain. Because God's unshakable. And so only the things built on God, by God, through God, for God, are going to stand the things when God begins to shake things up. And y'all hear me. If he's unshakable, what does that make him? He's the shaker. <laughs> Our God is the shaker. And he shakes things up. For a reason, like I said, I believe to, to eliminate distractions, to help our focus, to help our faith, really to take us to new places, new heights, new seasons, and new things that he wants to do. That, that last part of that, that um, scripture that we're going to give you, verse 28, it says, Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and in awe. For our God is a consuming fire. Our God is a consuming fire. It says that uh, if we're receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, y'all, that changes the rules in our lives. That changes the dynamics of us as believers, the dynamics of us as, as Christians. If I'm receiving, if I believe in an unshakable God, and I'm receiving uh, resources and blessings from an unshakable kingdom... Man, that changes the game. Come on, somebody. That excites me. I don't know if that excites you this morning. But that means there's, a, there's limitless potential and power in my life. Every year since me and Jessica have been dating, and really since I really started uh, pursuing the Lord, I feel, uh, every year the Lord, he gives me a, a, a word for that year. And so this year, I feel like the Holy Spirit told me the word for me is limitless. I said, I'll take that, Jesus. You know, we have a matchless God. We're the ones that, that put limits and lids on God, right? We put God in a box. Well, God can do that for so-and-so, but he can't do that for me, right? He's limitless. It's kind of funny. Last year, my word was more. And he answered that prayer. <laughs> I had more opportunities to choose God. I had more opportunities to spend more time with God this year. I had more opportunities. Uh, there's so much. He showed up and he answered 
that prayer. If you've maybe never done that or you've been doing that, getting, trying to pray, pray and ask God for a word for the beginning of each year, start doing that. Man, it's so amazing. Just, just sit in prayer and he'll speak to you. And, and it's like when that word comes, you just know it. And you write it down and you stand in that word all year long. Because you know what? We have a fresh new start, but tests and trials and seasons are going to come, right? And so as in those moments that I not just rely on God, but I stand on that word that he gave me. Amen. But so let's look at that first point we're going to give you. So I hope we've laid this out for you. We serve an unshakable God. He's actually the shaker, okay? And we've received an unshakable kingdom like we just read in Hebrews. And we have been given unshakable resources so we can live an unshakable life. Y'all, and that's what we really have to, man, get this in your spirit this morning. Get this in your spirit at the beginning of this year, that you can have an unshakable life. COVID is not over by any stretch of the imagination. Praise God we have a vaccine. Uh, but, I mean, it looks like we're going to have a new president, which upsets me a little bit. Uh, so we have so many unanswered things, so many unanswered things that we're going to going to go through as, as, as individuals, as churches, through our jobs, for our kids in school. And so I have to get this in my spirit that, you know what, it feels good starting a fresh year, uh, but in three months, four months from now, am I still just as excited, right? A lot of people, what is that called? They do resolutions at the beginning of the year, and they're good for one day, one week, one month, and before you know it, they just fall off. Right? Our God's not like that. He's constant. I went ahead and studied out the word unshakable. Does anybody know what the word unshakable means? As your pastor, I went ahead and did the studying for you, okay? A little a quick definition. Unshakable, it means, it means steadfast. It means constant, decided, unwavering. I love that. And firm. So when my faith is being tested, when I feel like giving up, when I feel like saying, God, I can't do this anymore, when, when I'm stretched beyond all stretching, y'all remember Stretch Armstrong, the little toy? You can stretch him. When you feel like you're being stretched like Stretched Armstrong, you have to say, no, God, you're unshakable. My life can be unshakable too. I'm going to believe in you, God. Right? And so and the thing about God being unshakable and how I know it's true because he's eternal but, you know, God is not surprised by all the chaos that is going on right now in our world. This same chaos has been going on since Genesis 1-1, which we're going to look at and give you this morning. Like in the beginning, right? Soon as soon as Adam and Eve made their decision and sin came into the world, chaos took over. And God's not surprised by it. He has a plan. He has a purpose. He, he you know, he's not... Uh, unopposed to calling audibles. He can call audibles on the fly, right? And he can meet us right where we're at. He's not surprised. And like that point says, we receive a kingdom that is unshakable. He is unshakable. So he stands. He, he's strong enough. Uh, the resources that he gives us, the blessings that he gives us will stand. Uh, and, and they're firm and they're un, unchanging and they're constant and they're unwavering, right? And his kingdom is the same. It stands, it's unwavering, it's constant, it's decided. Y'all, it was decided on the cross. Come on, somebody. When Jesus said, amen, it's finished, amen, his kingdom is eternal and it's unshakable, it's unwavering. Let's look at that, that next point. And I just kind of want to lay some, some groundwork for us this, this, this morning as we kick this off. So this morning we're going to kind of focus 
uh, on God being unshakable. I'm going to prove to you through the word that he is unshakable. He's unwavering. He's, he's the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. He, he's unchanging. Uh, and so that's what we're going to focus on today. And then the next couple weeks, we're going to focus on uh, his kingdom, his kingdom being uh, uh, unshakable, uh, his resources being unshakable. And then we're going to wrap this up by looking at how our lives, as we start this new year, can be unshakable. So today we're going to really focus on God being unshakable, okay? So the rest of that point, it says he is, he's not God because we believe in him. He's not God because we acknowledge him. He is God because before anything was and after everything is, he is still the what? The great I am. He said that I am, that I am, that I am. And isn't it cool that God, he, he, he doesn't change. God doesn't change who he is based on my faith or even based on my doubt. When I believe in God, he doesn't change. When I, when I struggle and I doubt God and I struggle to, to walk in faith, it doesn't change who he is. right? And this is the thing also. He, he doesn't change who he is and it doesn't change his love for us because, hear me, he does not need you to complete him. But here's the good news. He wants you. <laughs> That's a good word. He doesn't need you to be who he is, but he wants you. Look at your own life. Do we have a tendency to place higher value on the things that I want <laughs> opposed to the things that I need? Amen. She agrees. <laughs> oh, bless her in Jesus' name. Right? God, we're created in the image of God. I believe there's attributes that we have that are, that are godly. You know, we still have needs, but God, he, he doesn't need us to be the great I am, but he wants us. He wants to be a part of your life, not just today. He wants to be a part of your life this year. He wants to take you places. He wants to do things in and through you, right? Amen, because that's who he is. He's, he's love. He's mercy. He's grace. Let's look at Exodus um, 3, chapter 3, verses 13 through 15. It says, but Moses protested. If I go to the people of Israel and tell them, the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they will ask me what his name is. Then what should I tell them? You know, Moses, he argued with God a lot. And if we're honest, we do the same thing. Uh, it says Moses was not a real great public speaker. And so a lot of us, that's one of our biggest fears is just getting in front of people and being a public speaker. And when God says, go and do it because I said, we argue like, God, what do you want me to say? God, who, who sent me? Right? Uh, and God, he, it's the same. And, and so God responds to Moses. In verse 14, it says, God replied to Moses, I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel, that I am has sent me to you. That's a bold statement. The God of creation says, tell them, that I am sent you. God is in everything, right? He's in the rocks. He's in the trees. He's in our lives. He's in everything that was created even by man because we're, we're created in his image, and so he's a creator, and so we create things, and it's all because of him, by him, through him. But here's something uh, really, really cool and amazing and something that we can this year begin to do. Y'all, we can begin to start serving up some eviction notices to the devil. Come on, somebody. When you're going through something, when somebody says something mean or ill to you, you can choose to be offended or you can choose to say, you know what? 
I'm sent by the great I am. The I am lives in me. Amen. And devil, not today. I'm serving you an eviction notice. Right? Not today, devil. Not in 2021. Not in January. Not in February, March, April, May. On down the line. Because the great I am has sent me. And he hasn't just sent me. He lives inside of me. Come on, somebody. He lives inside of me. And he gives me power. And he gives me authority to say yes, to say no, to, to choose to be offended or choose to see that offense and just, and just put it under the blood, right? Because we live in a day and age where everybody can be offended if you want to be. You know, being offended is a choice. <laughs> I heard Pastor Greg Rochelle, he's an amazing pastor. You might follow him on social media. He said, you know, offended is, uh, an offense is an event. Being offended is a choice, <laughs> you got to know that offenses are going to come. What are you going to do when that offense comes? What are you going to choose? You going to choose to serve up an eviction notice? Because that thing will rob, steal, and kill you of any joy that you try to have in your life. Right? And we can do that this year because our God's unshakable. Come on. You can have an unshakable life. That's Revelations 22, 13. It just kind of uh, piggybacks with what we were just reading. They're in Exodus, right? God just laying out, reminding us who he is. I am the Alpha, the Omega, the First, the Last, the Beginning, and the End. I don't think our, our temporal minds, our earthly bodies can really understand that sentence, that verse, that statement. But one day, guess what? We're all going to meet him. And when you meet him, is he going to say, enter in my good and faithful servant? Because you've honored his son, you've said yes to his son, you believe in his son, or is he going to say, depart from me, I never knew you? Right? That's our God. In that moment, you'll know his majesty. In that moment, you'll know his glory. And are you going to be ready with an excitement, anticipation, already knowing what he's going to say before he says it? Or are you going to be trembling in fear and doubt? And if you feel like that's going to be you, you probably already know the answer, right? And that should change the way we think. Because our God is that big. He's, he's everything. And so I hope you choose him today and this year. But the God of everything, hear me, calls you son and daughter. The God of everything, the God that we just read, calls you son and and daughter, even when you deny God, even when you reject God, even when you said no, even in your sin, whatever it looks like, in your mess, he still sees you, he loves you, and he says, by my grace, I hope it's sufficient that he'll accept my son, right? Because it's going to break God's heart to send people to hell. I said last week, right, that no one, God doesn't send anybody to hell. We send ourselves over and over, right, by rejecting and denying who God is. It breaks his heart to do that. But the God of everything, he calls you chosen. He calls you selected. He, he, he picks you. He loves you. He wants to be a part of your life today and this year. Amen. That next point. So our God is unshakable. God is unshakable. He does not rule by popular opinion. His power is not determined by our faith or our doubt even in him. He rules because... He says he can, right? He rules because he's the creator. He's, he's God. He's at the top of the top of the top. There's no one above him. 
right? Of all things, he's the architect of the universe who spoke the world into existence. He's not God because we voted for him, right? (laughs) He's God because he says he's God. And he's not a liar. And he is the, the, the architect. I love that word, the architect of, that's, you know, another, another word for, for creator, but that's, that's really who he is. Uh, he, can't, he can't help but deny who he is, right? And, 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 and saying that, all those things that he is, you know, there's so much more that he is on top of that. You could go on and on. He, he's, he's righteous. He's holy. He's all-knowing. He's all-seeing. He's all-powerful. He is Perfect. Somebody say perfect. And last but not least, he is unshakable. He's not surprised by the things you get surprised over. Right? He is unshakable. And he can do amazing things above and beyond anything that we could think or imagine. And knowing that God is all those things and more... Y'all, I don't know about you, but that changes who I am in Christ. That changes the way Ian walks. I walk taller. I hold my head up. It changes how I talk. How I talk. Come on, Jesus, in Jesus' name. It changes the way that I think. It changes the way that I believe. Knowing that truth of who God is, it changes me. All right, I have a confidence. I have a boldness that Ian can't get apart from him. It's because I'm building a life, a foundation, a relationship on the cornerstone that is Jesus Christ. And when you build anything on that, like I said at the beginning of this, a a relationship, your life, you build your business on that thing. When God shakes things up, it'll stand. It'll remain unshakable and it will remain standing when everything else around it is crumbling. People making stuff all sorts of things, trying to do relationships the world's way or trying to make their business a secular way or all these things that we try and do and keep stiff-arm God out of and say, I can figure this out and do this myself. I got my own plans. I got my own ideas, right? And when God shakes it up, it crumbles. And then we're left in the dust thinking, man, that hurt. Man, I didn't see that coming. Man, I got blindsided by that. And God's like, you done it your way. Right? You didn't seek me. You didn't ask me. You didn't. You didn't pray about it. You just went ahead and did it. And that's why you're hurting. That's why you're broken. That's why you're frustrated. That's why you're jealous. That's why you're offended. Because you're not doing it my way. Right? So anyone going to do it his way in 2021? Let's do it his way. Right? Genesis 1, 1 through 5. The first five verses of this, of, of the Bible. Right? In the beginning or once upon a time, however you want to look at it. In the beginning, it says, right, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty. The darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. And God said, what? Let there be light. Man, I can just close my eyes and imagine being there and how amazing it was when God began to speak. It says that God was the Word of God. And it says, let there be light. And then there what? There was. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. 
He's an architect. He's a creator, right? He begins to, he has plans. He doesn't just do anything just for the sake of doing it. There's a plan and purpose for every action that he takes, for every word that he speaks. Y'all, and we need to live our lives that way maybe a little better. Instead of just going by the, the flow and we need, to, we need to watch what I say. I need to watch what I do, right? And be on purpose because God was on purpose as he created his creation. Verse 5 says, God called the light day and the darkness night and evening passed and morning came making the first day. And we are over 2,021 years and millions of years since then. Over 2,021 years since, since Jesus laid his life down for you and for me. Right? And that was all she wrote. God spoke, and then there was, and we are just living in that blessing that God has given us. And then that next, that, let's look at that, um, that next point. And so I really need to get that in my spirit, that God is unshakable, okay? As we start this series and this message, this fast even, uh, this new year, and knowing that he's unshakable, that means that I can stand, Right? It means he's constant. And so this, this next statement, it says that our strength and our stability come from an unshakable God. Yes, but and we have to remember that it comes from him, and it, it comes from him because he doesn't change. He's unshakable, and he's unshakable because he's eternal. He, he doesn't change. And so if you want to have some strength, some stability... Some, something brand new, something strong, something that'll last. Uh, this next year, y'all, you need to try some Jesus. <laughs> you need to try Jesus. Uh, he's worth it. He's well and able, right? We need to do it God's way. I, if you don't already have some kind of, 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 of quiet time uh, in your life, you know, where you just sit alone with God and read his word and pray, Maybe listen to some worship. It doesn't have to be for, for an hour or even a half hour. You, gotta, you need to find quality time. You know, it's, it's, it's quality over quantity. If you can give God five of the best minutes of your day that you can give him, give him those five minutes. I pray he'll meet with you. Right? We have a tendency to think that quantity is, is more than the quality. And if, if you do that every day this year, you start out small, you know, you start out with five minutes. Before the end of the year, if you keep doing that, you'll be sitting in his presence for 20, 30 minutes. You won't even have to try to do anything. You'll just be saturated in his presence, right? Anybody experienced that or done that or walked that out, how that happens in our lives? We actually look forward to going, spending time with God instead of thinking of it as like a chore or something that I have to do, right? And if I want to have strength and I want to have stability and I want to have things that are unshakable that will stand and last, trials, tri tribulations, wh whatever it is, then I have to do it that way. I have to do it that God's way. Okay, and um, Hebrews 13, 8 through 9, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So do not be uh, attracted by strange new ideas. Your strength comes from God's, what? Grace. Your strength comes from his grace, not from rules about food, which don't help those who follow them. And so, isn't it funny how it says, don't be attracted by strange new ideas. Our world is full of strange new ideas. Things it wants to do, things it wants to implement. Even as crazy as saying they want to get rid of, of gender. 
That is pretty crazy. Isn't that the very first obvious thing that you do when you're born in this world? It's a boy. It's a girl. That is an undeniable fact that people want to begin to try and argue. Is that a strange new idea? Yeah. If you're living for God, you'll say, yeah, that's pretty crazy. But if you are out there in the world just being blown and uh, tossed about aimlessly by the, the breeze and the wind of life, you might find yourself in a place, you know what, that sounds like a good idea. And so that is why we have to be not just attached to God, we got to follow God. So that we have that constant reminder of who God is and um, who he is and what his, what his truth says and what his word says so that we can't stray and be uh, tossed about, right, as the world does. But that second part of that verse, it says, your strength comes from God's grace, not uh, from rules about food which, which don't help those who follow, who follow them. And so no matter what, uh, God, he is always the same. He is constant and unshakable. And God's strength and his, his uh, stability goes hand in hand with his grace. And I actually learned that this week. You know, I talk about God's grace a lot. And we're all looking and striving to be strong, right? When, when I feel weak, you know, I want to be strong for the people around me, for my family. And I'm really chasing after the strength. But the Lord was showing me, if I just chase after his grace, the strength will be added on to me. That's a good word, right? I need to, I need to pursue his grace. Y'all hear me? You need his grace today. You need his grace more tomorrow because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, right? Pride comes before the fall. So if you think, ah, I'm good, I got this, you never know what is around the corner, right? An unexpected death. In the family, or an unexpected season that comes up, that rises up in your life, an unexpected relationship that, 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 that crumbles, they come to you and they, they say something, it, hit, it blindsides you, right? If you're chasing for, for worldly strength, you'll fall. But if you're chasing and pursuing daily, on a daily basis, His grace, you will stand. You'll remain, right? Because you've tasted His grace, you'll give grace. Because you've experienced His grace, you'll walk in grace. And as a pastor, man, I just feel like if, if our world knew his grace and we walked in grace, man, we wouldn't have the problems we have. People would walk in love. They'd walk in forgiveness. They'd refuse to be offended. Man, and real, real unshakable things could be built, could happen in our lives, right? And it's, it's because, one last thing I want to say about his grace, his grace gives us strength because it's what sustains you in the fire. Anybody been through some fire in your life, maybe this last year, whatever it is? If you've been there and you've gotten out of it, you know the only reason you got out of it was because of His grace. And you know what happens in the fire? You become stronger. Anybody watch Forged in Fire, that TV show? That's one of our favorite TV shows. That's how you make metal stronger. It has to go through that process. God's grace is the same. The more we get tested in the fire, the stronger I become. Right? He begins to forge us and use us and make us stronger when we choose his grace. The next point. So the only reason that we're still here, and I'm so glad that y'all are here today. Y'all are here and you're still standing. Uh, and the only reason that humanity has not already <laughs> destroyed itself is because God is unshakable. His plan, uh, or, uh, excuse me, he has a plan and a purpose uh, and a passion for every soul that he's made. Every, every person he's created, he has a plan and a purpose 
for them, for you. And we are not consumed because God hasn't changed his mind about you. We're still here. We're still standing. Jesus ain't blowing the trumpet yet. And so we're still standing, I believe, because God he hasn't changed his mind yet. He hasn't changed his mind about you. He hasn't changed his mind about me. He still has a plan, a purpose for each and every purpose or each and every person, right? And even as the world continues to go the way that it does, and it's, I don't want to speak death. I'm not speaking death there, but it'll probably get worse before it gets better until Jesus comes back. Even though the world seems to, to sway that way and get worse, hear me, his plans, God's plans and purpose for your life still remain. He wants to see you succeed. He wants to see you live in victory. He wants to see you walk in freedom. He wants to, he wants to show himself to you more and more every day. Right? Every day he gives us like a new perspective of who he is and as, he, as we meet with him every day. And hear me, God loves you. And this year can be the best year of your life if you want it to be. All you have to do is let God lead you. I know it can be scary for a new believer, or even as us Christians, sometimes God's calling us to do something like we read about Moses, doing something big and spectacular. And even as a believer and as a Christian, it can kind of, kind of frighten me a little bit. God, is this really you? Do you really want me to do this? Right? If we choose God this year, it can be the best year of your life. I promise you. I promise you. If you do it his way. Amen. Let's look at Malachi 3.6. It says, for I am the Lord, I do not change. Somebody say change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. His plan, his purpose, never change. Never change. Even when we do. <laughs> when we change our mind, when we, you know, we're very, we change our mind all the time. I want to do this. I want to start chasing this. I have this dream. I want to start doing this. And his plans and purpose, even when we change our minds, when we change our lives, when we change the way we do things, do not change. He is the constant. He is the same. He is unwavering. He is unshakable. He is the same. Amen. Romans eleven twenty nine. 29, it says, For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Do you know what that means? That means that the gifts and calling and the talents that God has created inside of you since day one when he said, let there be, he can't take them back. He's already freely given them. And even if you've denied God, rejected God, he still has a plan. He still has a purpose for your life and for your gifts. Right? He didn't give them to you for no reason. Like I said, he is a God of purpose. And he gave them to you so that it would bring you joy. And also, when you walk in your gifts, what does it do? It, gives, it showcases the glory of God. He gets to show off inside of you when you choose him. Right? God hasn't changed his mind about you or his plans that he has for you. Let's look at that last point as I wrap up today. So here's really our New Year's challenge. I really want this, this word unshakable. Maybe this could be your word for your year if you don't have a word yet. Maybe, maybe that's your word. And a reminder for all of us that no matter what I'm going through, God, you are unshakable. You are unchanging. Yes, you can. Right? Because God, he's not going to change his mind. See, but the thing is, we do. 
And we can reject his plan. He doesn't change, but I do. But knowing that I still have a choice, his plan doesn't change. So as we step into this new year, let's embrace him, his plan, and his passion for our lives. I hope that you're here this morning and you have, you have excitement for this new year. A new year is always exciting. I hope you have um, some expectations of where you want to see yourself. Um, you want to see yourself personally grow. You want to see your family grow. Uh, you want to see your, you know, if you're starting something new, you want it to be blessed. You can do those things if you choose God and choose to do it His way. Right, Because his plans do not change. To have his promises, to have his plans that I'm talking about that don't change, in your life, you have to first say yes. My life verse is Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Declares the Lord. Plans to give you a future and a what? Hope. A future and a hope. That's my life verse. That's going to be something that we can remember too this morning as we start a new year. That you know what? God, you're limitless. What can't you do in my life today, tomorrow, this month, next week, this next year? All you have to do is get real with him, get honest with yourself, lean on him, and not under your own understanding. It's that simple. And when you do that, he shows up. When you do that, you get stronger. When you do that, you get his grace. When you do that, you remain unshakable, right? Things are going crazy at work or at house, and you're just walking in joy. God bless you. And you ain't just saying it like, you know, you mean it. That's how good he is. Amen. And when we choose that, we walk in light, we become the light of the earth, we become the salt of the earth. Right? And God is on the move when we do that. He comes out of the church building and begins to get on the move out there for his glory and his goodness. Amen. Anybody excited? Then come on, 2021. Let's do this in Jesus' name. Y'all want to join me in prayer as we close? So, Father God, Lord, we, we love you. God, and I, I just pray that blessing over us as we go today. Lord, I pray that something I said stick today, whatever it is, a little nugget from heaven, God, that it would stick to us. That not just stick to us, it'd get inside of us, God. It'd get inside our hearts and inside our, our minds, Lord. And it would change the way we live, God. It'd change the way we walk and, and talk and think and the way we do life. Because you're good. You're holy. You're, you're matchless. You're worthy to be praised. You're all power. You're all seeing. You're all knowing. You're good, God. If you're here this morning, I want to ask everybody to stay in a place of prayer. Uh, and if you're saved already, if you've, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord, I want you to keep praying for the lost right now. And so if, if you're here this morning, and maybe you've either, you've never made Jesus your Lord and Savior, or maybe you have, but you've fallen down somewhere along the lines. Right now, you just feel like you and Him, you're not close. Your relationship needs restoration. You need restoration with, with God. And there's no better time than now to do that because tomorrow's not promised. We're starting a, a new year today. If you're here today and he's speaking to you right now, today is your moment. And if that's you today, you've you never made him Lord or you have and you've fallen down and you want to restore that relationship today with him right now. No one's looking at you. I want you to do something for me. And it's not for me, it's for God. 
I want you just to stand up. Stand up in this place. If you want to dedicate your life to the Lord, if you want to decide, so you know what, I'm doing Jesus today. If you want to make that your life and your decision today, right now is your, your moment, your opportunity. If you've already been born again and saved, keep praying. I'll give you a few seconds. A few seconds if you want to make that decision today. Amen. Amen. I'm going to close in prayer. Father God, Lord, we love you. I thank you that based on our, our actions and our deeds and our faith today, God, everyone shows themselves to be saved. That, that makes me happy. Lord, if we're all saved, that means we can go out there and save the world and save some other people in Jesus' name. God, be with us as we go. I thank you for your, your spirit that was here with us and met with us today. God, be with us as we go and, and bless us as we go. As we start this fast, God, honor, honor your people and your children as we, as we don't fast for the world or for people to look at us and see what we're doing, but we're doing it uh, in faith, God, before you. So I pray you would honor that today, Lord. New levels, new heights, new seasons for us this year. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, amen. 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 Anybody glad you came to church? Some excited people today? Amen. Well, good. We're, that makes me happy. We're glad you came too. Okay, so y'all are dismissed. Have a great rest of your Sunday. And we hope to see you next week. Bring somebody to church next week. Amen.